Cape Talk. Some beautiful news. In our first story, have you ever seen a building collapse and rebuild itself? Fabian Humphrey turns stable structures into seemingly fluid shifting creations. Of course, the concrete doesn't move a millimetre. With complex light displays, Humphrey can transform any object into a kinetic masterpiece. Known as 3D projection mapping, these spectacles are electrifying everyday life. And in March 2019, Fabian designed the largest 3D projection mapping in Africa. Using the iconic grain silos at the Zeitz Marker Museum, he recast the museum's exterior into an illusionary visual show. The result was five minutes worth of carefully crafted animation and sound effects. My name is Fabian Humphrey and I'm a lighting designer and projection mapping artist. Not many people have heard of the work I do. What I actually do is create animations and project these onto large buildings, cars and various surfaces to create art. Designs can sometimes be quite complicated, very involved. We have to think about music, we have to think about sound effects, and we have to think about it looking real and impressive. It can't look impressive just on screen, it has to look impressive on the building. At the end of the day, it feels worth it because when you stand back and see what you've created, and then on top of that, seeing the reactions in people's faces and the joy that they get out of the work I do, I'm excited to be part of establishing a new art form in the world and seeing how far we can push that art form. Shades of darkness lingered over Mark Jenica's life. He dealt drugs in Mitchell, Spain for over 20 years. He did time in prison and eventually began using the substances that he sold. And after being kicked out of rehab, it took the death of both his teenage sons to stop Jenica in his tracks. He couldn't continue this way. And drawing from his childhood passion for art, he created opportunities that continue to color his life story till today. And while trying to get clean, Mark picked up a brush and started painting to calm his mind. And when he didn't have the funds for his son's funeral, Mark sold his art to pay for the ceremony. And he realized that he could use his abilities to give back to the community he'd taken so much from. And for so long, Mark had the power to destroy children's lives by selling drugs to them. But with art, he could inspire them to strive for so much more. And so Mark Jenica began offering free classes to schools in Mitchell's Plain. It's been seven years since Mark Jenica chose his path and today is a, he's a role model, he's a lead essay hero and the owner of his own studio. No matter what might be going wrong in our lives, we all have the power to make a positive turn in our lives. My name is Mark Jenica and I'm a community art facilitator in Mitchell's Plain. I teach art to kids who need me. It's my way of providing a skill and a safe place in my community. My life wasn't always this colorful and innocent. When I was younger, my circumstances were very tough, and that's where I started dealing drugs just to get by. It wasn't until I lost my two boys that I raised for me to realize that I need to change my life. I was in extreme pain. I lost everything, but my life wasn't over. My community forgave me when they saw I'm making a change in my life and that I can give back to the community. When I discovered I could make a living and uplift lives, I changed. 
I truly believe that art can be our salvation. Woke Queen, Mother Award-winning scholar Tabile Butelezi is many things, but first she's a dancer and throughout her life, movement has been an intrinsic part of her identity and her Zulu culture. But after uh, Tabizile fell pregnant in matric, judgment followed, and rather than internalizing the shame that others imposed, Tabizile remembered the confidence that dancing instilled in her. And today, she's choreographing a life that she's proud of. After her son was born, Tabizile went on to study ethnomusicology while still performing as a dancer. And in 2015, her talent earned her the opportunity of a lifetime when she became South African, the first South African rather, to receive the prestigious Curio Mundus Scholarship. Tabizile later graduated with a Master's in Dance Knowledge Practice and Heritage in London. We dance when we are happy. We dance when we are sad. We dance when we want to change. Drawing for my cultural heritage equipped me with the skills that I needed to empower the youth. By reminding the youth of the vibrancy of their culture and the strength of their people, I want to give them hope that they are invincible. My name is Tabile Nokolo Butelezi and I'm the founder and executive director of the Tabile Butelezi Foundation. I founded the foundation with the purpose of inspiring and empowering my peers to be the better versions of themselves and also to maximize their potential. Where I grew up, I think that there are many girls who feel the weight of the world in the same way I did. The opportunities, no matter what obstacles you are born with or that's come at you along the way. You wouldn't believe Justin Kuba was once paralyzed. His bold travel today take him to the edges of cliffs and into the deep depths of the ocean. But at the age of eight, Justin unexpectedly collapsed. Unexpectedly rather collapsed. Doctors diagnosed him with uh, transverse myelitis, a rare virus that attacks the central nervous system. And Justin was confined to a wheelchair and he was terrified that he may never walk run around with his friends or play sport ever again. Yet over the past decade, Justin gradually regained his mobility. Now, at the age of 22, he's making the most of his incredible recovery by journeying across the globe and capturing every moment. An adventure photographer and outdoor enthusiast, Justin savors his newfound freedom by rock climbing, freediving, trail running and surfing. And in May 2019, he cycled 2,400 kilometers solo, that's by himself, on his ace, from Musina to Cape Town. And despite still being affected by nerve damage and scar tissue, Justin didn't let anyone hold him back. He battled a knee injury, strong winds, extreme exhaustion, but completed his journey in just over a month. My name is Justin Coomber and I'm an adventure photographer. I advocate for never giving up and to make the most of every moment. I was only eight or nine when I was diagnosed with transverse myelitis and told that I'd possibly never be able to walk again. Only in the past six years I've really been able to gain most of my strength and mobility back. Now I walk every day and when I do I take my camera with me. My relationship with mobility has changed forever and the photos that I take reflects that. The shock of losing my mobility overnight really has taught me to appreciate the things that other people generally take for granted. It's really taught me to savor the good moments that we do have. 
we don't often realize that we can push ourselves so much more and go so much more than we thought we could. I can't control what life brings to my doorstep, but at least I know every photo I take is a memory preserved forever. And finally, remember your school bathroom? Rows of fading doors, rubber sole shoes squeaking off the off-white tiles. These toilets aren't the most luxurious spaces. But for young girls who are menstruating, it can be a sanctuary in between classes. If they make it to school every month, up to 7 million girls are absent because they can't afford sanitary products. It's more than an inconvenience. It's a national crisis. That's why filmmaker Jesse Zinn picked up a camera and stepped inside this unexpected haven to capture the reality of having a period. By opening up the conversation, she's contributed to the efforts of menstrual health activists and brought about change on a national level. Zinn's four-minute documentary, made in conjunction with Rock Girl and the Western Cape Education Department, was released in 2016. And using film, animation and voiceovers of students... Can I Go to the Bathroom, Please? Can I Go to the Bathroom, Please? Offers a tender visual report on how menstruation hinders young girls. The learners express their frustration that having a period isn't a choice, yet sanitary items are seen as a luxury and taxed. The additional finance, finance burden, known as tampon tax, has long been the norm. And shortly after its release... The documentary was announced as a Sundance Ignite finalist in the What's Next short film challenge. Jess an also scooped second prize at the Youth Jury Award at the 2017 Encounters Documentary Festival. But the real victory for Zinn and a collective of advocates is the legislative results that followed. As any kind of artist, you have the power to contribute to the way that people see the world. My name is Jessie Zinn and film is my life. Recently, I made a film called Can I Please Go to the Bathroom? It's a documentary about the taboo topics surrounding female menstrual health. Most of us don't realize the issues that many people in this country face when their periods come around. The film has traveled all over the country and has changed many people's perceptions and understandings of what young women face when they go through their periods. Seeing this change finally come into effect felt like all of the hard work was being heard. We said something and something was done. And that's our beautiful news for the week. Of course, you can add your voice to this. You can decide who gets featured in our beautiful news interview on Wednesday. If you hear something that you like, you can uh, call us on 021-446-0567. You can WhatsApp us 0725671567, or you can drop us an SMS on 31567. And that's been our beautiful news for this week. <laughs> 